Good morning. Good morning. Um, I want to let you guys look at this here picture. I ordered it. I don't even remember when, but it came yesterday. And <clears throat> I said, wow, it's so um, phenomenal that it came because so many of us are in a transformation, meaning that it came. And when I ordered it, I don't think I even noticed that there was a butterfly in her you know, nose area in the bridge of her face, which really is deep. Um, not that I want to go that deep. I guess if um, spirit doesn't have me to go into that, but I'm going to explain some things that is very uh, parallel to this butterfly from the Bible and the healing journey. So I put in the, um, face text, um, a scripture of John 2, where Jesus was encouraged by his mother to heal the, um, I mean, to transform the water. So the key word would be transform. And you can look at the transformation that you may be experiencing um, mentally, physically, or spiritually, or even um, financially, um, you may be transforming houses, uh, transforming cars. Uh, you may be transforming anything that you could think of on that level uh, because we don't think about the fact that we have a situation that can't, comes up and we are in the power of transforming it, meaning that we have the power to transform it. And this is what Jesus was talking about throughout all of the texts. And I like to refer to even today again from yesterday, beloved, I would that you would prosper and be in good health, even comma, it's comma, even as your soul prospers, which was a revelation for me many years ago, telling me that my soul was more important. Um, the key uh, to this is, is that most of us are not realizing that our soul is important for our prosperity. We are, or we may see that our physical conditions are out of order when we come into a desire to practice a spiritual um, devotion or practice every day. Um, that is part of the luring in actually of spirit because you were called from the beginning of birth to you know find your way back to spirit. And so in the transformation process, the epiphany will come to many that it's not that they're praying for material gain because it doesn't satisfy us, nor material um, things, possessions that we are actually being led to pray for cellular prosperity. And, you know, to give you, you know, more in that over in 12 and 2 of Romans, Paul is telling us, do not be, do not conform to the pattern of the world. You see, the pattern of the world has told us that everything that matters is tangible, like that I feel this here and that I have it. But what happens when um, I go home or I hang this up on my wall here as I'm thinking about it in the office, what happens tomorrow? Does that gratify my soul? Does it make me happy? And in the context of the world, this is the world. Everything about material is world until we change our thoughts about having it. Like, does it make my life better? Does it save my soul? 
Does it save me? What is it that actually takes me out of the depths of hell that I need transformation? You know, can this do it for me? Can this save my life and change my circumstances is my point. And when you look at the world, that's what most people are asking. Could you help me, please? First, I got to help myself. And then when I help myself with the spirit of God being a part of my life, God is however you look at it and whatever religion you're in, apply it. What happens is, is that as I practice daily, my transformation takes place and the world is not what I believe to be my God anymore, because a lot of people unconsciously, they're still in a spiritual practice but they want to be about worldly things. And we saw over in all, most of your religions are going to show you that people follow a master. All right. And Jesus was a master at what he did. That's why he was able to ascend. Um, Buddha was a master and Krishna, all of the Brahmin religions, they all show you that there's masters, you know, people that mastered the art of transforming their lives and becoming compassionate. So do not, conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so the transformation part that, that's showing up here is the butterfly coming out of the cocoon where it was a caterpillar. Transformation right there. There's a change. And even in this picture, she's showing that there's a change that's happening in this area. It's not outside. It's inside, right? deep all right so but be transformed by the renewing of your mind old things have passed away and new is come not religious just a fact of truth your affirmations then you will be able to test and approve what god's will is his good pleasing and perfect will so you will be able to prove what god's will is that means that God already knows what you're capable of. It's you that got to find out or have to find out what you're capable of by following spiritual guidance. And when you look at, you know, I have my notes. Um, Jesus changes water into wine subconsciously. Um, water has to do with your subconscious level. Even yesterday, I talked to you all about water and people not acknowledging earth, wind and fire and water as something that we need. They'll overlook nature um, and look at spiritual things, but not see that in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. It was void, but then water was the first thing that was saw. Water, right? But within that context, it was spiritual. Now, if it was in the spirit realm, then that means that it's going to be in our bodies. We are made up of at least 70 to 80% water. It's going to fluctuate in between that when you do the research, which you should. The reason why I bring the water into context is because he turned the water into wine. Water is a subconscious um, level of thinking that people generally do not look at. They overlook it and they repeat scenarios like I'm doing that PTSD class on Wednesday. Again, it's all, all month. It's all this month. This is PTSD um, month. 
So they're not aware of what they're thinking. We consciously go and do things and leave things and people and we still repeat the same patterns. That is conducive of water that needs to be turned into wine. And you can go down in um, John 2 and see how favorable it was. I don't wanna get into the actions people need to read and study for themselves. The actions of his mother, I'm telling, uh, the spirits to do what needs to be done because that's who she was talking to Mary but at the end it said that um, the king said when he changed the water into wine it was the best wine they had ever had I'm sure that many people look at it being Jesus doing it but they don't look at the context of what's happening that people's lives were um, overtaken spiritually and they were uh, in another another place it was a transformation the wine was better than any other wine that they had had the king said but there was a a celebration that was different as well. So there was a change, which is transformative in these people that drunk this wine, all right? So transformation means old things has passed away. The caterpillar has come out of the cocoon. The uh, subconscious level of who we are can hold us hostage if we do not realize that we are living in a paradigm of the past within our spirit our soul wants to be free so that we can express you know what we're really supposed to express meaning that your soul could be in hostage or in a subconscious loop uh as the children of israel uh, not breaking free because it's doing the same old stuff. It may be doing worldly things because that's all it knows. It may be afraid to do things that it's never done before. Um, the physical man is what's leading and the spirit wants us to do um, differently. Why? Because what does it profit a man? I'm not going to say to lose his soul and gain the whole world, but you could look at that. What does it profit us not to follow the soul or be in contact with the soul, which many of us had not? Because we don't all know about the soul realm. There are some that teach on it, yes, but it's different because it takes us deep when we go into the soul or begin to contact the soul. That means that it's a practice and we have to stay with it. Because being transformed is not just a day process, it's an ongoing life change. You work with your transformation. You're turning your water into wine. Your negative, your negative thoughts, your subconscious levels of thinking that you have no idea, your trauma that's at a, a deep level within you, you're transforming it into wine something that you can celebrate now about, right? You can use as a purpose, you can use to advocate, you know, for. Do not conform to the pattern of the world. What is the patterns of the world? When we follow status quo, when we follow anything that is 
contrary to what we're supposed to follow, right? And that means individual has to be taken care of first. My relationship spiritually with God has to come forth in order for me to be tested and approved of God's will. What is God's will for my life? And your will, I mean, yes, your will and God's will can be conflictual because you could have been working and making a whole lot of money for years, years, and you're used to that, but you know that you're not happy. And the next thing is, is that you're grumbling and, and complaining. It's a sign that something needs to change. But the fear of change is what grapples people and keeps them stuck because they love that money when they say they love God. And yeah, some people don't even say they love God. Some people hate themselves. They hate life. They're making a lot of money and don't realize because they was wor worshiping the fatty calf. We'll talk about that one another time. Worshiping the fatted calf rather than having power over the fatted calf, which is in the stock market um, down there in New York, that bull down there in New York on Wall Street. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All right. So let's go into approving God's will. Knowing what God's will is, is following it no matter what, through hell and high water overcoming all of that so you can come out and say that God's will is perfect. Why do you want to do that? Some of us feel compelled to. Some of us are here to teach that, that God's will is perfect and pure and true, and that we're here to help others. So Father, we just thank you this morning for your word, and we thank you for the truth that sets us all free. We thank you for blessing your people with all that they need for you said, in your word that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And so as my mind changes, I realize that I want for nothing. I thank you that all false accusations, complaints, inquiring, and anger and bitterness is broken um, in the spirit and is broken in the earth. We bind it in heaven and we bind it in earth. We loose the blessings for ourselves and the people in heaven and we loose them in earth. And it is so, and it is so prosperity now, prosperity now, prosperity now, healing for sick bodies, that they would be healed bodies to prove that your word is true. By your stripes, we profess and proclaim that healing takes place. Amen and amen. And so we have gratitude. Um, as our affirmation for the day, we have gratitude. Today, I will count my many blessings. And so um, I know last week gratitude came up. I'm sure that we have to remember that gratitude is the attitude. And so I thank God even for the attitude of gratitude because it's not always easy, you know. But, you know, after you find your purpose, it can get easier even when, you know, storms come up. It can get easier because at least you know you're going to serve your purpose, like coming on every day and giving a word of encouragement. That's part of my purpose. So God bless you. And you guys have a good weekend. I will see you Monday. Love you in the Lord and keep practicing. Oh, my email address, ifwbuilders at gmail.com. If you want to make a donation, we are nonprofit. And um, we help those that are in need. Yes, we do indeed. So you be blessed and have a good weekend. Bye-bye.